Greetings, aliens. It is me, Ella Sanchez, of the Nadia Pregunto podcast, because really, no one asked for this podcast. But I'm having a ball. My energy is a little bit up today compared to my last few episodes. I apologize in advance. And if you're tuning back in, then welcome back. And if you're new, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Like, stream me, please. I... I want that for me. <laughs> um, actually, in my last podcast episode, um, in the very beginning, I mentioned Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. I have received word from the program I use that I should be able to, as of now, distribute my podcast on Apple Podcasts, but I will check before I upload into the void. But now that we're here, now that we are here and present... I have been, well, actually, just a tiny disclaimer, um, I am near a window, and like I always say in my, you know, beginnings that I, like, this microphone picks up literally every sound. I have heard, like, background noises, like, me moving because the mic is so close to my face and my, um, just I'm close to a lot of things right now. So there is a window. It is very windy in California today. Annoyingly windy to the point where I really would like it to stop. It's been windy for the past, I don't know, month, three months, five. I've lost count. So I excuse the wind if you hear any. And also I have um, comida peruana esperándome. If you don't know what that means, that sucks for you. But basically I have a lot of Peruvian food I had to ingest after this. So, um, Let's get into that. Let's get into this. So, I have been blocked recently. Oh, wait, actually, let me add to my little outline right here because um, I did not come prepared because, like I mentioned, I did not mention it, but I'm going to mention it right now. Um, I have been blocked this week. I haven't really had that much, you know, going on except for, like, school and just sitting here rotting in my house, but um, I don't want to make this too long, so basically... We're going to get into it. I have been blocked, so bear with me. I found an idea that I've been kind of wanting to talk about, but it has a lot of layers, and my outline is not too long today. But without further ado, let's get into it. Bada bing, bada boom, let's get to it. Woo! So here we are, ladies and gents, or the theys of the world. But here we are on this lovely Saturday night. It is 6 p.m., and I'm wearing a blanket. I'm wearing all black and white socks and I'm just having a ball. It is cold and I would very much like to uh, be running on my couch in a moment. It's in the it's in the plan. But my inspiration for this episode really stemmed from kind of today, kind of last minute. Usually I have something by like Thursday or Friday. And to be honest, I just haven't I just haven't found anything constant lately that I've been like dying to talk about. But since I am here, and since I finally found a topic, today is just going to be about women. Yes, let's give it up for women. Let's give it up for women because, oh man, I, um, I have a lot to say as a woman of the modern day. Um, I will say though, um, I will be talking from my point of view from other women I've talked to, my point of view as a woman, because I fucking can and I do whatever the fuck I want. Aquí mando yo, you know what I mean? And I'm tired of having to explain myself. And you know what? This is gonna be like a love letter to all women, truly, or those who identify as women. So sit back, relax, sit a while, ladies. And men, if you're listening to this, just know, in this episode as of now, just listen. You don't gotta help us, just listen as a man in this patriarchal society. But anyways, let's get into it. So this episode kind of stems from my gender and communication class because I love that class more than anything, even though my professor's a really tough grader, I would really wish if she could just stop doing that. But other than that, she's great, really appreciate it. I just really wish she would give me the full credit because I got 3.98 out of four points and I'm a little mad about it, but that's okay, that is okay. That is okay, you wanna know why? Because the class is still great. So. Let's get into it. So, and not only just my gender and communication class, but we're basically talking about women's suffrage, the suffrage movement for women that had to fight for basic rights. And I will mention The Feminine Mystique by Betty Ferdinand, because I want to rewrite the, you know, Feminine Mystique, because it was written a while ago, like 
60s, 70s. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was around the 60s and 70s. I have heard about the feminine mystique for a long time in my sociology class, in my women's studies class, this class, like literally in so many classes I've heard of this, um, this book or this like series of essays or honestly, I'm just going to say it's a book, but by Betty, Betty, Betty Ferdinand. And basically she was just talking about how women want to have like goals and careers and want to have like more than just a housewife life, you know? And honestly for her to do that during that time era, like that was bold of her. And I really commend her for that because it does take a lot of guts. Imagine being in a society where you being like, you know, being a woman and you just can't even speak up for what you want in life. So I really commend her for that. I really do. But um, women's suffrage, right? If you don't know the 19th Amendment, um, women got the right to vote. And honestly, not gonna lie, as someone that's not crazy about voting, yeah, <laughs> like I feel really bad because they worked really hard to get that vote. But honestly, as time has gone on, I'm just like, electoral college, please go fuck yourself. But anyways, we're not gonna get into the whole politics part really truly, but just in general, because people were fighting against Planned Parenthood to this damn day, it's still going on. Like, honestly, all I want to say is just, can we leave women the fuck alone? Can we? Is it so hard? Is it so hard to do that? Is it really? Like, why do you want to interrogate me every a thousand times? Because the women's suffrage movement was a necessary movement. And I'm very happy that people really stood up and said, you know what? Fuck you and fuck your dinner. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. And honestly, women working during world wars... I think it was World War II, I believe, where women were stepping it up and they were just like working. To be honest with you, I have not done historical research. My outline is literally like just six bullet points, if not maybe eight. And it was like I said, like a last minute decision to do this, but I have my phone handy dandy. I can always just Google things. But my thing is, is that I am so fucking tired of just how like it feels like it really feels like as a woman that like once we once we make like three steps forward I feel like we go a step back at least a little bit in one aspect because honestly people just need to mind their fucking business that's all I'm hearing at this point but here's my thing here's my thing and I don't know how long this podcast is going to be because I have a lot of um a lot of anger inside me not really anger but more like more like just a lot to say into the void and I like I said I don't know how long this is gonna be with all these um bullet points here <laughs> but basically the feminine mystique I'm very thankful for that piece because honestly it was a pretty big step for women and it was just kind of like I remember reading critiques of the feminine mystique because yeah it was a great step forward but like I said a step backward was like it did not include like women of color it did not include like Pretty much, it wasn't diverse. It was only primarily targeted for white women in that time. And I'm just like, girl, I love what you did. I love that. The idea is great, but you're not being inclusive. If I could write The Feminine Mystique myself, I would just say include sex work, protect sex workers, and honestly, just listen to women when we want to be heard. It's really not that difficult because, like, I remember a long time ago, my sister, she was reading this book about how, like, like the differences between men and women very deeply because honestly men and women are very different i've just learned that continuously and i honestly kind of say like why are men and women supposed to be together and that's what i'm saying like that's why i'm kind of like honestly like there are just some days where i just wonder like how on earth people are married because how do you just meet someone and start dating them i don't understand and eventually marry them like that's my thing if it's like a, like a heterosexual marriage, I'm like, how did you guys, like every time I talk to a man, like I disagree with him at least a thousand times on so many different things. I'm like, you're killing me here. You're killing me here. I just, when will I know peace? <laughs> it's all I'm hearing at this point. But anyways, back to the issue at hand. So the feminine mystique, basically. Yes, women want goals and dreams and everything. But also it is way more than that like yes i i have dreams and goals but like honestly the amount of access of resources that people need for that yeah let's make that equal too and like how about you pay me like a reasonable salary and also my i had oh, crazy my i add just so we're clear and i do mean clearer that you pay me as much as the male counterpart 
And actually, you know what? Not just the male counterpart, no. How about you pay me based on the skill I can provide? That's basically what it is. So, here we are. Women's suffrage. Feminine mystique, that era of time. It's just so, like, I just, I mean, I would never want to live in that time, ever. Like, every time people are say, like, I was born in the wrong generation. I'm like, I literally just postmated my dream food right now. No, door dashed. Peruvian food right now. Like, do you really think I want to go back to, like, the 1990s or, like, the 1980s and where it's like, I have to cook dinner tonight? Wow. Trash. And here's my thing. So, I'm not gonna lie. I've always had a resentment to cooking for a man. I don't know why. And then every time, like, I make food for people, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's mainly for women because I live with women primarily. And then, like, the second a man is in the room, I'm like, I'm not making for you food just because not because I don't I don't like you as a human being I just I, I don't cook for no man kind of deal and I know it's not that serious because like if you're dating someone if I date a man honestly I'm not gonna be like you know an asshole and be like hey you know what fuck you I'm not gonna make you I'm not gonna make I'm gonna make dinner for myself and not you kind of deal it really just depends it really just depends but I'm just so against that I don't understand why I'm just like me cook for a man because also I'm used to being independent with pretty pretty much everything like I've gone to like you know how people are like I'm scared I don't want to go to the bathroom alone I don't want to go order my food alone I've done that all by myself I can go to the doctors by myself and not be scared because I like doing that I genuinely do it's really fun I'm just like oh okay I have an appointment all right let me get that out of the way and uh that's it I don't know how people do everything together I just I, I would rather die not gonna lie I would rather die if I'm doing it with my mom, then that's fine, you know, or my sister. But, like, other than that, I, I can't stand a human being that much, <laughs> truly. The only people I can really stand are, like, my mom and my sister, if I'm being honest. Everyone else is just kind of, like, I need my time and my, I have waves. And those waves come very often. I mean, not often at all. If I'm in the mood to hang out with someone, I will make the gesture. If I'm not, then it is what it is. Not the point, though. Not the point. Yes. Feminine mystique. Goals. Dreams. Aspirations. I just want to know during that time era, what did women, like, what did men say, like, their, like, their husbands when their wives were like, you know what, I'm gonna get a job, or after the 19th Amendment passed, like, they were like, you know what, I'm gonna get a job, what were their husbands gonna say, like, what were were they like, (gasps) you get a job, wow, and here's my thing, though, here's my thing, before I get into the other topic I have on my list here, I just, I I love that, like, women can work and everything, and so can men. It's, like, a great, it's, like, the best thing that's ever happened to, like, the modern world of this place that we call planet Earth, but if you really think about it, where is the time for having a family? Where? Because it's not there. I'm tired of moms being, like, oh, yeah, like, I made it work. I'm, like, did you, though? Like, how tired are you? Like, I really want to ask moms that. Like, you know, very, like, accomplished moms. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That takes courage, queen. That takes time. That takes patience. But, like, how are you, though, from all of that? So, I'm going to save that for a little bit later. But, um, let's, like, let's move on to the next thing. Let's move on to the next thing about on my list. Because we already went through women's suffrage. Already, we already went through that. Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Oh, boy. So, what I want to know. Okay. I know every time I mention Planned Parenthood or any man hears Planned Parenthood, they're like, oh, we get it. You just want to have sex and have fun. Here's the thing, though. I have heard several women online, not just Twitter, like Reddit, like Facebook, like different social media outlets saying that Planned Parenthood has been a godsend for them because some people, crazy enough, cannot afford medical insurance. <gasps> Believe it or not, that's America, all right? That's that's a real thing. And here's here's my thing. So I plan to hit up Planned Parenthood pretty pretty soon, not gonna lie, for personal reasons, you know? None of anybody's fucking business why I want to hit up Planned Parenthood. It's none of anybody's business. And to be truthfully honest, it is no one's business why you're going to a doctor, a gynecologist, a anything related to the medical world. It is no one's business unless you feel like sharing it with the world. Let's just give it that. But 
It is no one's damn business. Why the fuck are you going to a gynecologist? It is no one's business why are you going to go anywhere related to your femininity or just anything that's related to you personally about your body and your choices in that. Just so we're clear. So, I, I just, I don't know why the fuck people always associate Planned Parenthood with birth control automatically. I'm just like, dude, it is not that way, like, at all. It's not always going to be about birth control. People really do need to go there for maybe, you know, they just had unprotected sex. They need to go find somewhere, an outlet to immediately, you know, get a plan B, get any form of contraceptive to avoid getting pregnant. Or not only that, people get on birth control and hit up Planned Parenthood or just like any form of like outlet to get birth control for their acne, for balancing out their period, because I'm not going to lie to you, my period is coming supposedly today or tomorrow. I don't know, my period just comes whenever it wants. <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, women bleed once a month. Crazy. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I would like to ease my cramps. I have had cramps and it feels like I'm dying. My sister is the same way. I feel like I, I feel like Truthfully, I had one experience when I had really bad cramps and I didn't take an ibuprofen before I got to school because it was during high school. And I just was in class doing my shit, you know, minding my business. And I was on my period. I had like a pad on everything. I was good to go. But I did not feel cramps the morning of. I was like completely fine. I was like, oh, I feel great. Went to school. I forgot ibuprofen. I can assure you, I was in class sitting there doing my shit and I almost passed out of how bad the cramps were. I was literally a borderline about to start crying in the middle of this class. And I'm not gonna, I remember that day vividly. In that class, I was working on an essay, on a paper that my conservative ass teacher was having us do in the middle of class, prepping for it. And I was in the middle of that class, just writing my sit, typing away into the void. And all of a sudden, I hear and feel, no, I feel a wave of pain in my lower back and my arter in my ovaries okay it was so bad i could barely walk and i was borderline about to start sobbing and god forbid i ask for a tampon god forbid i ask for a fucking pad god forbid i ask any of the women about a you know ibuprofen or anything like that or advil you know tylenol whatever because talking about your period in all in any context where there's a man around it's like oh game over game over every time i have mentioned to women anything period related or i've asked women to like check the bot the back of my ass be like hey am i am i good and they're like yeah it could be a stranger and they'd be like oh girl you're fine it is the most purest form <laughs> it is the purest form of world peace that there will ever be within people like that is closest to like world peace we will ever see but anyways continuing my story so i was in so much pain i felt like i was going to die i really did not even being dramatic not even being extra because god forbid i say i'm gonna borderline die from my period cramps god forbid that god forbid end of the damn world so what do i do get my ass up from almost dying and i can barely walk i'm like literally like hunched over like grabbing my stomach and i'm like oh this is it oh this is it like i have to tell my mom like goodbye like i just have to tell my parents like goodbye i love you like it was nice knowing you all thank you for everything but i'm done i somehow managed to go up some stairs and go to the main office and ask hopefully for any form of ibuprofen tylenol advil literally i would take anything that would make the pain go away and when i get there barely alive i am hunched over i am grabbing the table of the main office holding it and hunched over and i'm like do you guys have advil or tylenol or motrin ibuprofen whatever i am literally in so much pain right now from this period and it was a woman luckily so she goes to the back <laughs> Then she comes back and she says, I'm sorry, I can't really give you any pills or anything because if you get sick or die from the pills, then we are not liable. I'm like, you're not liable. You're not liable. Okay, got it. Fuck off. Fuck you. Okay, bye. So I leave. 
so mad and I was already on my period mad that I was in cramps and pain and I was also mad because it's my period I'm like never happy during my period I'm always angry I'm always crazier I'm always more needier I'm hungrier I'm like everything er at the end so I go back and I'm like fuck this bitch I'm so fucking mad I just want to die right now I don't know if I went home early that day or if I just was actually no I don't know if I was home or if I went home early or if I just stuck it out or if it just got better throughout the day and I was just fine but oh my god I remember that day vividly and it was the absolute worst thing and back then I knew about birth control but I didn't know I thought it was only solely for periods I thought it was I mean no not periods um pregnancy and I was like a queen I was a I was a queen virgin in high school I was I got no bitches (laughs) clearly and I was not I was not interested in that I was so awkward and ugly and insecure I was like I'm kind of glad nobody wants to fuck me because I would have been bad at it at that time so anyways the trauma the trauma I, I I remember that day all the time and I'm like wow I did not deserve to live through that. But anyways, anyways, who who cares? So that's why I bring this all back to Planned Parenthood, right? If I knew back then there was a way, because let's be real, I had one health class in high school and it did not talk about birth control like at all, not once. And it was also a religious school. It was a Catholic high school. Even less so would it ever mention birth control. Even less so. So, yeah. I had no access to birth control and I had no access to even learning about it. I only found out about birth control like senior year and it was just the gist of it. I, it took me until like college to actually take it seriously and actually want to take like take that into account into my life and actually eventually do it because I do want to ease my period cramps or ease that self of me because I, I plan to do that and it's only going to be regarding my period and that's it because this is about me, all right? This is my body. This is what I fucking do. So... Planned Parenthood is essential. I don't care what excuse the world has to give it that Planned Parenthood is a demonic thing. It kills babies and abortions. And I'm like, um, last time I checked, Roe v. Wade, right? Yeah, exactly. And since abortion is not on my list, I'm going to add it to my list because here's my thing. And I'm going to get into the topic of children later. It is just so essential to have um, what is it? It is so essential to have, you know, abortions acts like easily accessible and not only just easily accessible. All right. Not easily just that, but safe abortions. Okay. Safe ones. All right. Okay. I am pro-choice and I am pro-women. So fuck literally any other excuse. Like I don't want to hear no excuse for about a like a, you know, abortion or whatever. That is one human being's business. And the fact that you want to put your nose in it and want to make it political, that is where I want to like slap the shit out of human beings for that. Because especially women, like why the fuck are you going to be pro-life? That's what I would like to know. Why the fuck are you going to be pro-life when literally pro-choice means you can keep the child or not? You have the, what's it called? (gasps) The choice. Say it with me. The choice to keep the child or not. That's what I would like to make very public here. So I don't give a fuck if you're a man or not. I'm not arguing with a man about abortion. Are you carrying a child for nine months? No, but do I see how, do I see how men can have an opinion on it? Yes, but do I care, me personally? Oh God, no. (laughs) Yeah, I get it, it takes two to tango, but who at the end of the day is carrying the child? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, before anybody says uh, abortion is a murder, please go Google in depth about it, please. Because I have seen several countries. I actually just saw, if you don't know, Venezuela is currently in a political, literally in a whole country crisis. And there are a lot of, you know, Venezolanos, you know, just like immigrating to different parts of South America because their country is very corrupt at the current moment. Um, And I just saw an article today. I have not had a chance to read it yet. But basically, you know, women in Venezuela, they are really suffering because they don't have access to birth control 
And I just think that people dismissing that as like, oh, well, you need to take care of yourself better. I'm like, no, actually, no. It's not about that. Because if you know anything about Hispanic or Latinx or Latino culture, you know damn well, damn well. It's just costumbre for having like hella children. Am I going to be one of them? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. But it's very common. I have not actually met any other Latina that's like my age. It's like, oh my God, I don't want kids. I'm probably the only one on this fucking planet that doesn't want any. So that being said, I'm like, yeah, that's an idea. And also it's just the norm there. It's just the norm in like most like Latino cultures and countries. In Peru, if I were to go there, and I said, I don't want no kids. They'd be like, they'd probably like kill me. They'd probably be like, are you good? I'm like, I'm not, but yeah, I'm fine. But regardless, regardless, <laughs> regardless, it's very, um, como se dice, uh, machista, if you will. It's like that, you know, in case you didn't know. So not having birth control. And also some of them are very religious. And I get that from a religious point of view. Some people are like, oh yeah, we don't believe in that. I'm like, go ahead, ruin your pussy for a 10,000 kids, but you know what? Go on. Birth control exists, but some people don't have access to it. And people that really want access to it should have access to it and need access to it should have it disposable. And not only that, but not only that, free. Just a thought, you know. <sighs> and here's my my next topic that kind of is similar because, you know, como se dice, a machista culture. Um, men hating on women. It has been existing for so long. And there are some men on this planet, some, some, not all, for sure. But there are some men on this planet that like once they get their heart broken when they're like, what, like 12, they just hate women and up until the, their age, like 25, they're like, fuck these bitches. I'm like, first of all, if you refer to women as bitches as a man, I honestly hope that you never find a woman in your life. Just to be honest, just like, I have no remorse for that. You don't deserve a woman if you're gonna call her a bitch, so honestly only my guy friends can call me a bitch and we have to be like hella close for me to even like consider that i only have one close guy friend and he's allowed to call me bitch because we're like brother and sister if you ever call me a bitch as a man that i barely know or we just get to know each other i will end you i will slap the fuck out of you i will end you truly so watch your back but i will say though men hating on women however though there are a few men there are no there are some men that really do this and there are some men that don't you just have to meet them you just have to meet those kind of men i don't know where they are i really, really i would really like to know where they are truthfully are they like sprattered out are there like only like 10 of them i would like to know and i would like to take one of them and steal one keep them and never let go <laughs> but anyways there are some men that hate on women literally for the simplest things i'm like honestly you know what buddy i i'm not gonna argue with you but i am though it just it just it kills me i'm gonna get into the topic of OnlyFans in a minute truthfully but i have a lot to say about OnlyFans, and honestly i'm only saying positive things because do whatever the fuck you want in life but men hating on women is just so ugly it really is it's like ugly behavior it's like i hope that you like choke on a dick one day just like tell us that you just hate women and go because men want to be so controlling i'm like baby let me just tell you something i don't tell you how to live your life do i no i don't tell you how to live your life i don't but you thinking you can tell me how to live i <laughs> wait one please please you fucking wish. Men used to treat women like property. Truthfully. And I have seen men treat women like property in my real life. Okay. I don't need to get into detail, but just take my fucking word for it. It is ugly. It is ugly behavior. I have seen... No, I have heard of friends of friends or family of, or family of mine or just families, families of mine. Talk about the amount of shit they have been through with a really shitty man. Hey, am I saying all men are trash? No, I'm really not. And I do stand by that. I do stand by that. I am talking to a man that's actually amazing and I'm thankful. But does that excuse that uh, 
I'm not gonna talk shit. <laughs> no, obviously, I have a big ass mouth and I would like to use it. And I'm also a Gemini. Hello, I never shut the fuck up. Clearly, why I have this damn podcast. But like, what I'm saying, I have seen it happen in real time. I have heard it happen in real time. Don't you dare come at me and saying not all men. I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. Not all men. But if you are a man and not saying anything about it, and if you are just gonna let it pass by you. God, I just really hope, I just really hope that there's a special place for you in this world that you get the worst karma ever. Truthfully, if you're just gonna see and hear a woman get harassed, sexually assaulted, in any context, in any shape, way, or form, and you say nothing, I really hope karma gets you very soon. I really hope so. Because, truthfully, I feel no remorse for the people like that. Not only just men. Women do that. They're like, of course you didn't get sexually assaulted. I'm like, actually, ma'am, there are women that do daily. There are women that die. There are women that are killed. In case you did not know. In case you did not know. And now that you do know, how about you do something and help? Speak up for those that can't. But since this is just about men hating on women, because men love to think they don't hate women. Men love to think that they don't. They're like, oh yeah, like we are doing great. We're doing this, we're doing that. I'm like, are you now? Have you asked her? Have you asked her? And if she acts a little different or off, you should probably address that. You probably should because everybody works in their own way, truly. But nothing is more shitty than a man hating on a woman. But even worse, it does get worse. Women hating on other women. Please. Women are so fucking competitive for what? For what? I feel like within men and women, like men are competitive with other men. Not as much though, but like definitely there is a little bit of competition. It's there minimally, but it's still in that, you know, realm. But women, (laughs) wow. Women are so competitive in so many different ways. Because, like, I don't like to be competitive. I'm only competitive when it comes to, like, stupid shit. Like, I'm playing a game and I want to win. Or I'm playing, like, you know, like, anything really, like, game-related. Like, video game-related. I'm all about that. I get competitive as hell. And I will play the game a thousand times more just to win. I will cheat to win. Yes, I will cheat to win a a video game. Or just any game in general. But nothing is uglier and seeing a woman hate on another one it's like the ugliest form of like it's an ugly like version of women it really is because the amount of times i have heard women thinking that they are so fucking superior to other women and like i used to actually be the woman that like hated on other women for wearing makeup and like i was like what like 16 15 17 if anything latest and as i got older i was like literally it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it really doesn't. It really fucking doesn't. It really is not that deep. But when I was in that age, I was stupid. And I was like, oh, girl, like, now that I look back at that now, I'm like, girl, what were you on? What were you doing? (laughs) But regardless, regardless. So, regardless. When there's a new challenge, because there's this thing called the internet, and there's this thing called TikTok, and challenge, or Twitter, or whatever, there are challenges that arise. And the past few challenges I've seen, there was the the ass and the face challenge on Twitter, which I really did, uh, really love, actually. Like, girl, if you work hard for the booty, or if you have natural booty, you are more than allowed to flaunt it. It is your fucking body. You can do whatever the fuck you want online, if you really think about it. And so, then there was, like, the other challenge, Busted Challenge, and I enjoyed every single one of those videos, because I would wa- I would stay up for a really long time just watching those videos. <sighs> Excuse me! <sighs> I would stay up watching those videos for hours for hours on end just watching it i'm like oh like look at that badonkadonk look at you grow i love that and the fits they would wear you know i'm like girl thank you for this i'm trying to see some ass like you go girl 
And then the next one was a silhouette challenge, which I tried to partake in, but it did not work well because of editing. Oh, I am sorry. Oh, goodness, I am sorry. But regardless, regardless, when the ass and the face challenge came out, or I think it, yeah, it was the ass and the face challenge. And there was also the ass and the flag challenge where people would post their ass and then they would put like what kind of flag, like the US flag, like Peru flag or whatever, wherever their family or they're from. It was a sec, it was like only for a second though. And it was, I think for only like one day that challenge happened. But basically the primary one was like the ass and the face challenge where somebody would post, somebody would post a picture of their ass and then their face. Pretty self-explanatory and it was pretty cute. I was like, you go girl, I see you. I see you getting those angles. You go. And then some woman had the nerve to be like the ass in the face challenge, more like get a book and read challenge. I'm like, first of all, that tweet was stupid as hell. Didn't even rhyme. Didn't even do anything for you. Second of all, how does being in school or reading a book equate to having an ass or not? There is no correlation. I am literally in a research class and there is absolutely no correlation. It is quite literally based on perception. If you think that posting your ass means that you are less than someone, or no, having seeing a woman posting their ass is less than you, then honestly, I would say seek help and just say that jealousy is a disease, get well soon, babe. But not gonna lie, love yourself. Just say you don't have an ass and go. What's the problem? Why are you so hateful? Why are you so full of hate? We're all friends here. We can all be friends, truly. I've had women that are really, really rude in general. And I've also had men that are, no, not men. Whoa, this is about women. I have also had women that are incredibly nice, truthfully. It really is just how people are. But hating on another woman for tweeting on her own social media, by the way, like she didn't tweet at you, she didn't tweet, or in general, like those these women that are posting their ass in their face are not tweeting at you, they're not tweeting to any, anyone specific, they are just doing it because they can. It is a free, well, kind of, free country, all right? Like, <laughs> we have the internet, you can post whatever you want. Like, people post, like, bestiality videos in the world and you're over here worried about an ass picture in someone's face there are more pressing issues on the internet like why do you care why do you care that much why are you so mad like i can assure you that women can post their ass in their pic and like their face or whatever they want they can post porn on fucking online for all i care and you know what that is none of your damn business and yeah just because it's public doesn't mean it's um up for you to interpret <laughs> truly i don't understand i don't understand what's the big deal just say you hate yourself and just say that you don't have an ass and go what's the big deal and like people were hella retweeting that tweet and then people were quote tweeting it and being like this isn't it says i'm like yeah you should have left this in the drafts babe no one here agrees with you like <laughs> you're talking into the void she's like don't get me wrong i'm like babe you are wrong just so we're clear just because somebody has uh, quote morals doesn't mean that somebody's less than you like i don't understand like i don't get it like, i can go on and on and on and on about this truly but i'm not gonna waste my breath and i don't even remember the username of this girl and honestly if i did i would not even plug her because truly that is too much attention for her and then she deleted the tweet i was like babe it was time you should have you should have never even sent it truly <sighs> but anyways here we go Next on my list is sex workers in general. Now, I truly, when I was younger, I feel like this was very, this is like a very modern, very modern, like definitely 21st century thought process, right? When I was like in, I think from when I was born up until maybe, maybe like, sophomore year of college i'm currently a junior ish i think i don't know i'm a transfer i don't really fucking know what year i'm in to be honest with you i just know i have a little bit longer left all right i don't know but regardless regardless it's been quite recent since i've actually really sat and thought i was like huh sex work right about that oh goodness 
<gasps> I am so sorry. I have not eaten dinner yet. I am ready. I'm in mid. But my point. Up until like my sophomore year of college, I really didn't think too much about it. I didn't really think too much about sex work. I didn't really have any like information on it. I never really thought about it either. I never really thought to just like Google and learn more about it. But I do follow this one sex worker. She has an OnlyFans now. And she used to like sell a t-shirt company and everything, but I think she's fully a full-time sex worker now. But basically, I follow her, and I followed her when she did have uh, the other platform of her clothing line. But I've still kept following her because she's dope as hell. I want to get her on the podcast one day, but she does live in Florida, so I definitely have to move first in case people want to keep listening to me and providing me with money, and then I can finally move away. (laughs) Please, I wish I was kidding, but um, I definitely want to have her on the podcast one day. Like, in person, I feel like it's more, like, you know, honest, but um, I do want to have her on. Like, she's like the first person I can think of. And she is also, I believe, bi. Yes, I believe she is bi. Her name is Kayla Robinson. I fuck with her heavy. If you want to follow her on Instagram, I feel like her... I think her Instagram is still Kayla Robinson. But um, I love her. She's great. She is so dope and she's so outspoken. And I love that about her. And she's hilarious. She's hilarious. So I love her. <sighs> I am so sorry. But I kept following her and her time when she was fully working on becoming a full-time sex worker. And now I think I saw her post recently that she said she's finally fully a full-time sex worker and she had her thoughts on it. I have not had a chance to read it, but I definitely will. But basically, honestly, she was kind of like one of the, like, I feel like it was like the only fans creators that were like truly like opening my eyes up about sex work and I was very thankful because I did not learn much about it and also I believe it was like that movie with like Lily Reinhardt, Cardi B, J-Lo, another major cat, Lizzo was in it I believe and what was it? What was it? I don't remember the name of it. I don't remember the name of it. Hustlers! Hustlers! I remember that movie. It was about like strippers, you know, getting money and scamming men. It was a pretty great movie. I haven't seen it yet. I definitely want to at some point because a lot of people are really in that film. I want to watch. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will go to bed at some point today. I promise. But so, Hustlers. And I remember when I used to use Snapchat, they had like a whole interview about like real, like real strippers. And also, Cardi B was a former stripper. And yes, you make a lot of money. Yeah. But people love to hate on it. And I don't understand why. Like, so basically, let's go back to the women's suffrage. So people, like women were fighting for the right to vote. Yay, we got it. But God forbid she wants to have a job. Apparently, you know, that, and then the feminine mystique came out. Boom. That helped at least address the issue, address the topic to talk about. Because if you don't open the floor to talk about the topic you're avoiding, then it'll never get talked about. It'll be pushed under the bridge. And then women back then would have never been able to be like, hey, you know what? Fuck this housewife shit. I want to go make money. And so the feminine mystique opened that door. Was there a lot of problems with that at the end of the day? Yes, it was uninclusive to all kinds of women. And I do mean by POC women. So then we move on to life we further and then women keep fighting for planned parenthood they fight for you know birth control they fight for these things and people were people thought they were fucking crazy for that moving on to the 2000s they were still fighting that same fight and if you remember if you have not seen actually framing britney framing uh framing britney spears on hulu the documentary about britney spears and her um everything that she's been through so far in this time of her career. In the early 2000s, people thought that the 2000s and the 90s, the late 90s were so progressive, but they really weren't. They were still slut-shaming Britney, still slut-shaming very popular female artists during that time, like musicians, artists in general, still overly sexualizing them, but the second they want to express their sexuality, it's like frowned upon, God forbid, you know? And honestly, God forbid a woman wants to feel sexy. God forbid. And post about it too. God forbid. Truly. When I was on Twitter growing up, I would rarely ever see porn on my timeline. Now I I, I follow porn because who fucking cares? I'm a woman. Just like men love to get off. Just how men love to talk about fucking bitches getting their dick wet, honestly, or getting their dick sucked, getting, like, jacking off, like, honestly, why can't I talk about that, hmm? 
how come I can't talk about female masturbation? How come I can't? Hmm? And the topic of female masturbation was quite literally a recent term. And it was like a sin if you talked about it in like high school me. Because I remember, I remember, I'm not, am I really going to tell the story of how I found out I like enjoyed masturbation at a very young age? Anyways, regardless, we're not going to do that. Just long story short, I was ashamed about it. High key, when I was, I think, when I was little, I discovered it and then I did it and then I didn't like it because I felt really bad. And then I was like, okay, no more. For years past, years. And then I hit late high school me and I was like, oh, we're back. And I felt ashamed for doing it. I felt ashamed for liking it. I'm not even religious either. I just felt ashamed about it. I really did. I was not in that open environment to appreciate it. And now that I'm in college and almost done, oh girl, I am not ashamed whatsoever. And neither should any woman be ashamed either. Because honestly, ladies, I've said it again and I will say it again until I'm dead. If you don't have a vibrator, what the fuck is wrong with you? I can literally recommend you some. Just hit my line and I will help you. Please love yourself. You can start off basic. They're on Amazon. There are so many things. There are so many outlets you can buy a vibrator, babe. Just finish the job yourself. You deserve it. You deserve it. Actually, you know what? Instead of talking about sex workers and just instead of just talking about them, let's talk about really in general sexuality. In general, because if we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna leave off with two thousands ninety nine, like the nineties Y two K really. It wasn't as regressive as we thought it was, truly. And I learned that very harshly as I was watching the Framing Britney because there were so many things that people were saying about Britney Spears that were so disgusting and so demonizing to her. I'm like, literally, if you don't like her, just mind your fucking business. It's that simple. Minding your business is absolutely free. It is free of charge. And so I just, I can't do it. I just wow I can't and so sexuality in general as a woman that has suffered to express my sexuality to this day I still do it is not that serious ladies please if you want to wear the nice cute lingerie in public under your clothing maybe up to you then fucking do it I'm thinking about buying lingerie for what? For no one. For no for no reason, really. Just because I want it. Hello, Savage X Fenty. Out in the open. Hello, they have Miss Rihanna over here. Happy birthday to her. I believe it's her birthday today. Let me look it up. Because I've been seeing people being like, oh, it's my wife's birthday. And I'm like, um, whom? And it was Rihanna. I believe her birthday is today. I gotta wrap this up quick because it is a national holiday and it's Rihanna's birthday. Yes, February 20th, 1988. She is 33. Oh yeah, she has 33. So yes, Miss Rihanna's birthday today. So celebrate Miss Rihanna's birthday. Queen, I am I want more music, but thank you for Savage X Fenty. And her Savage Savage X Fenty lingerie lot babe. You outdid yourself, Miss Rihanna. Happy birthday to you. May you celebrate and bring me music. Uh, please. But also like restock every every single item on Savage X Fenty. Every time I try to buy something, everything's out of stock for my boobs and for my undies. So Miss Rihanna, please restock on Savage X Fenty. Please. No longer asking. But anyways, happy birthday to Miss Queen Rihanna. National holiday. No, universal holiday, actually. I need to wrap this up and we have to celebrate Miss Rihanna today. But. Wow. And you know what? Honestly, sexuality. It's so damn sexy. What's the problem? What's the hate about it? Men were allowed to, you know, be shirtless in public, you know, have their nipples out and flex on, you know, flex on us. Why don't they, you know? And I'm just like, how come I can't do that? How come to this day I still can't? Because the second my tits are out, somebody's going to want to like fuck me. Is that what it is? Because if you can't control yourself around women, then please go fuck yourself. I unfortunately saw this poor woman, this poor, poor woman she was sexually harassed at a target 
I think it was by Laurel Canyon or something in California. And she was at Target, minding her business. And for the people that are like, well, what was she wearing? No, she was wearing, according to the picture, jeans. She was just minding her business. Like, that matters. Like, what matter? Like, what doesn't matter is what they were wearing. No, what matters is the action of the sexual harassment. This woman, she was literally minding her business. So, trigger warning. Actually, I'm going to put the trigger warning right here. Sexual harassment. Sexual abuse. Let me go further. So, now that the trigger warning is there. This poor woman, she was at Target by Laurel Canyon, minding her business some man was jerking off behind her and he ejaculated on her like her like her actual clothing i wish i was joking like i wish that wasn't a real thing and i wish real women would not have to experience that in day-to-day time truly when i saw that picture i was like almost in tears i was like oh my god like i really wish i could say something to her be there for her somehow just help in any way that i know i could or try to but oh my god it was the most disturbing and most devastating i ever seen i was like i was taken aback and i was like honestly that has to be the most dis like oh my god i can't even go on because honestly there's just no point that's just like it's just tragedy run amok really but um i i wish it wasn't real like she provided pictures she stayed the location of this of this target or whatever and it was just so so like it was so ingrained in my head i was like jesus oh my god this woman was just minding her business i can't even imagine how many other women have dealt with worse or similar things it's just beyond me it really is and so now that I bring that attention, it just blows my mind. It really does. It really does. Sexuality is a very powerful thing and it can be used as a weapon and it can be used however somebody wishes to do it. But honestly, you set your boundaries. Sex workers have their boundaries. OnlyFans creators have their boundaries. And it is important to respect those fucking boundaries. It costs absolutely nothing to respect someone's boundaries. To not, I don't know, sexually harass someone, maybe? It costs zero money to mind your fucking business and respect somebody's boundaries. Truly. Which brings me to my OnlyFans conversation because it's a very new thing to talk about. Now, I have seen how OnlyFans pays, all right? It is money. It is money, money, all right? And I do not like to disrespect any anyone's way of income, truly. I don't. And I don't ever plan on doing that. I don't really care how somebody makes their income as long as it's not hurting other people and, I don't know, illegal? Because... Wait, what was that quote from Maya Wilkes and Girlfriends, that, that TV show? What was that quote? Oh, I think she was saying, every time a black person tries to get their their hustle on, it's called a felony, but every time, um, every time white people want to get their hustle on, it's called Wall Street. I believe that's how she framed it. Uh, if you don't know, Girlfriends, Maya Wilkes, that was a very, very, very beautiful line. I was like, is she wrong? No, and this, like, I believe I saw that picture. I was reminded of it because I already watched Girlfriends. And then I, like, left it. I was, I finished all the seasons and I was, like, in love with it. And then I saw that screenshot of Maya Wilkes talking about Wall Street when the Wall Street and GameStop-ish situation on the stock market was happening. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Every time white people try to get their, you know, money on, it's called Wall Street. Truly. It's, I'm like, wow, is she wrong? No, she's not. If you haven't seen Girlfriends, please, I recommend. I love that show. It's amazing. But it is also about all women, black women in LA. So I absolutely loved it. And I am rewatching it currently. It's amazing. But um, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. OnlyFans is money, okay? Like I have seen several creators on there get so much money and they flex it and you know what that's okay every time i see it i'm like god i wish i didn't have fucking morals 
some days I'm like, wow, I, I really wish I didn't have morals. I was like, mm, all right, I'm very jealous. I'm very, very jealous right now. It's fine. <laughs> but I love seeing it because I did see this one woman. She posted her three bedroom apartment in Miami, which is my dream. I'm like, this queen got this done. And half the time I'm taking to do for me. I'm not saying I'm comparing. I just can't help but compare. I really wish I could stop doing that, but I'm working on it. And so I was like, you see, this is what OnlyFans does. And people really hate on it. I, I really don't understand. Like, I don't know how people hate on people that make money. Like, truly, why do you care how somebody spends their money, how somebody makes their money? Like I said, as long as it's not illegal and hurting other people, then I'm I'm all for it. Like, what's the problem here, you know? And if somebody, if a woman wants to take her tits out for OnlyFans, she can. If a woman wants to show her ass on OnlyFans, she can. If also a woman on OnlyFans wants to do both of those things and also add her boundaries and what she does not want in her OnlyFans, she is by all means welcome to do so. And those boundaries set should be respected by anyone messaging her, anyone asking her for requests, whatever it may be. Truly. Same thing goes for men. Truly. Same thing goes for men. Men creators on OnlyFans. All right? And so now that I'm on OnlyFans, it's just funny because I saw this tweet that made me die. I'm going to read it out loud so I don't mess up the wording because I just saw it today and I fucking died because I've seen OnlyFans content like a thousand times today. I don't know why, but I have. And so let me see. 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 Where is it? Where's the thing go? Okay. Unlike OnlyFans girls, I have a real job. You're actually getting fucked too, and it's just by corporate America. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, where was the lie? Like, people loved to suck corporate America's dick. Truly. Lo men love to do it too. Like, some people are, like, in love with corporate America so much that I'm just like, you have fallen in love with a system that's meant to exploit the people. Are you not embarrassed? Are you not feeling, like, very clownish? Are you not feeling clownish about that? <laughs> like... You're getting fucked too by just corporate America, babe. Like, like just so you know, just so you, before you go on hating on OnlyFans creators for their money and how much they make and how much they are purchasing and how much moves they're making. Really look at the bigger picture here. Look at the bigger picture. See what happens. See what happens. <laughs> See how that looks for you and you look stupid. You look like a clown. And to wrap up, I feel like I'm missing more information, but honestly, it's not a big deal. I support OnlyFans creators, and that's that on that. The last two things on my list I have are simply just about children. Or, like, no. It's having kids and body dysmorphia again. My first episode is about body dysmorphia, just so we're clear. But anyways, having kids. I have no interest in having a child. Never have, never will, and I am very tired of men thinking that I will change my mind. I will not change my mind. It is the most unnecessary thing for me. I am selfish, yes. I, I will admit it. I am the first person to admit it. Am I selfish with my friends and my family? No, of course not. But am I selfish in myself to know that I'm going to put myself first in most situations, like when meeting new people and new relationships, just meeting new people in general, like socializing, just getting to know human beings, getting to know a new person? Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit that either, truly. If I care about you, you will know. I will make the effort, obviously. It's very simple to show and care and make it known that you care about someone. And also, I was watching Malcolm and Marie, that new movie on Netflix with Zendaya. And honestly, she said, she was like, I feel like when you tell someone that you love them, they never really think about it ever again. Or they never really think about you ever again. And I'm like, yeah, that's really true. That's very true. I feel like when you really care about someone and you tell them that and they just know that you're there, they're just like, oh, well, they're always going to be there, right? I'm like, wrong, wrong. If you, don't, if you take someone for granted and you make it known and you never tell them that you care about them or you're thankful for them, then you're a piece of shit, truly. And I felt that. I really felt that quote. I was like, girl, <laughs> Miss Zendaya, <laughs> Miss Marie, please go on. 
tell us the truth <laughs> but yeah i am selfish in so many different ways all right and i'm selfish and i'm not ashamed of that either i'm tired of people making women and not only just women just like in general men like people in general i'm tired of people making other people feel ashamed for wanting to put themselves first i am sick and fucking tired of it like i am tired of it i really am like they're like guilt tripping you into caring about someone that you may not need to care about or that you honestly you don't need to save them anymore you don't need to be there to hold their fucking hand all the time hell no hell no there are some people that really will never learn their lesson and it's about time that people learn their lesson on their own i'm tired of being the hand holder i'm tired of doing all that i am sick and tired of people guilt tripping other people into doing things that they don't want to do or things that they are not comfortable with or things that they are just not ready to deal with yet so many different things come to mind with this not just you know having kids or anything like that like if someone doesn't want to do something and they tell you i don't want to do this then you respect that it is really that simple and i don't want to have kids if you really think about it let's look about this is what i was mentioning earlier about families women getting the right to vote and getting a job and like having their own lives aside from having a man truly beautiful thing and i am in full support of it to the end of time will always be and as a woman obviously i would like to have money on my own income I have seen financial abuse on my own, but what? Oh, oh God, I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. No, kidding. Does it make sense for the way a family structure is? If a hus if the husband is working, if the woman is work, if the wife is working, how on earth are you going to make a child happen? Tell me. Tell me how that works. Please inform me how that works. And that's what I mentioned earlier. I was like, how do mothers feel? I would really like to know their own point of view because I'm tired of them being like, oh, like, I want to trade it for the world. I'm like, I... Okay, listen, I saw this Reddit. I saw this subreddit, right? And I saw it and I was like intrigued because the subreddit started off with... um oh like hey guys um i'm a guy and i'm like my wife she's about to have her first child and i'm super excited and i just want to make this easier for her during this time because i know that this is going to be really tough on her and it's not easy you know i just want to know how i can help during the process since our first child is almost due whatever and i was like oh that's really sweet like that's so cute like oh so i read the i read i went to the reddit like subreddit and i read the comments the first one dude sounds like it was literally a catastrophe because i believe it was like another man that was married and had a kid already and he was giving his input and they were like oh my god it's gonna be brutal it's gonna be so hard in the beginning it's gonna be difficult it's gonna be absolutely difficult but it'll all be worth it like i promise you if you need to get up in the morning and you do the work during that time if she needs help you do it like honestly and i was like you're making this seem like this is war like you're making this seem like this is a like it's a tragedy that you're having a child like the very beginning steps like when they're about to be born also first born up until that like time stamp this guy was making it seem like it was the most exacerbate like the worst thing that could ever happen like a tragedy and i was like you want this like you want to have a child for what like i'm not having a child for a million reasons but also one of those reasons is because it's going to destroy my body I don't want no mommy makeover. I don't want a mommy makeover to begin with. I don't even want the mommy part. I just want a makeover. Fuck the mommy part. No, I don't want that for me. I don't want a child to ruin. Like, I will literally look like I, I will just not recover. I will never. I don't I don't want to get into that deeply because I know moms probably get offended and I get that. It's a lot of work and I commend my mother for doing that truly. But she wanted to have a child, you know, she did. And here we are doing great. Very thankful. Best mom I could ever ask for. But also, I'm also out of time because I like to keep my podcast at a certain time. But to wrap up, having kids leads to like a body destruction, not gonna lie. My mother was lucky though because she doesn't have very, you know, she doesn't have stretch marks from having children. She was a very, she has very lucky genes, I'm not gonna lie. My mother has good genes. And I'm going to flex that every time because I hope I get her genes and I look the way she does now. And I do plan to manifest that for the rest of my life. <laughs> so body dysmorphia. Um, I have gotten into depth about that. My first episode ever. Oh God, I burped. I'm so sorry if you could hear that. <laughs> but um, body dysmorphia. It just is so embedded in the society. Uh, like just the societal standards of like women having to look a certain way. And also men too, I will say. 
men are expected to look like a certain way and like they're expected to like look really you know like abs and like six pack i'm like i can assure you that is like a thousand percent what i have no interest in men me personally and i've met other women that are like they don't really care about like that stuff but i have seen men that really care about you know a woman's body they always say it they always do and i'm like i get it but like can you can you not care like I'm already killing myself at the gym or like working out to try at least to like love how I look in the mirror. But like, if you're telling me to like do all that, honestly, I'm out of time. You can just listen to my body dysmorphia episode, honestly. But at the end of the day, um, this is a great episode. I'm about to go eat dinner now and I have comida peruana esperándome. And I'm so excited and I'm so hungry and I can't wait to eat my fries and just rot. But I hope that everyone enjoyed and for that i will sign off and i hope that everyone has a great day and i hope that you all are doing well and being safe during this time but much love and respect women bye